Welcome to the OT Coaches Podcast. This is a podcast designed for occupational therapists that are interested in transitioning into the field of life coaching and also designed for those OTs interested in incorporating basic coaching skills into their therapy sessions. We will be discussing basic coaching principles, answer frequently asked questions regarding coaching competencies, training, and certification. We will also be interviewing guests that are using coaching strategies in their practice and will meet amazing OTs that have started their own businesses as coaches. The purpose of this podcast is to educate, inspire, and empower occupational therapists who are interested in the field of personal and professional coaching to expand their scope of practice and to reach into all aspects of occupational therapy. If you are an OT and you're interested in coaching, this is your podcast. Welcome. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the OT Coaches Podcast. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about uh, the answer to the question that I get most often, and that is, do you have to be certified as a coach in order to use coaching as an occupational therapist? So the short answer to this question is no, you do not need to be certified. That's the short answer, and we're going to go into that. And then the longer answer is it depends on what kind of coaching you plan on doing as an occupational therapist. So we're going to break this down. First part of the question is no, you do not need to be certified. Okay. And let me expand on that. So first of all, coaching is an unregulated industry. So the, the good news and the bad news is coaching is an unregulated industry, which means anybody can hang a shingle and call themselves a life coach, right? But you are a licensed professional. So that doesn't really count for you as a therapist. So you can't just go out there and hang your single and call yourself a life coach because you have a clinical license. So we're going to pin that for just a second. And we're going to talk a little bit more about when is it okay to coach, okay, as an OT. So if you are working inside your domain as an OT and you are working inside your state line and you have a doctor's order and you're working in a traditional therapy setting, you do not need any formal coach training or certification to utilize basic coaching skills inside your therapy session. In fact, one of the reasons I started the OT Coaches Podcast, and I'm so passionate about this entire topic, is because I really believe there's so much amazing potential for occupational therapists to use coaching skills inside traditional therapy sessions, right? So yeah, do we want to be trained in coaching skills? Absolutely. Because most coaching programs do not train us as therapists in the same way that an ICF certified program would train you in coaching skills. There's just not enough time. I mean, most coaching programs at the you know college level, obviously, master's degree, doctorate degree, there, there's no time to learn all the details of how to coach and weave all these amazing skills into your sessions. Um, but that's not to say that we can't still get trained and learn the basic skills. So if you're learning the basic skills of coaching and you're applying them, like again, as an enablement skill, in the framework, as an OT in traditional settings, of course, you do not need to be certified in that type of coaching. Um, now, if you are interested in branching out of the traditional medical model 
and you are looking at starting your own side business and you're looking at starting, you know, launching a different spin on providing services for clients, that is when you will absolutely want to consider getting certified as a coach. And the reason is, is because you are a licensed professional. Okay. Because you carry a license, there's a different set of rules. Okay. And this is the biggest question I get because people are like, well, if I'm doing coaching, can I go across state lines? And that is such a tricky question to answer because if you've never been trained in the distinctions of coaching, and there are many, many, literally like hundreds of hours generally involved in most of the certification programs, it's really a common, um, I'll say mistake, and I say this respectfully, to think that you, you have everything that you need in order to coach because we don't. As OTs, we are not trained at the level that you will get trained if you move on and get the certification, okay? So a lot of um, therapists use coaching skills and strategies inside the domain of OT. For example, the model of human occupation is loaded with awesome coaching um, questions, okay? The Kawa model is another great strategy to use inside the domain of a traditional therapy session. Um, again, in mental health or other contexts, Kawa model is great. There's awesome questions. Um, motivational interviewing is another really great technique um, to utilize as an OT inside coaching sessions. Now, I say this respectfully, that is not enough to take into the world to say that you're a coach and to cross state lines and to cross global lines if you hold a medical or rather OT license. For example, there are um, cl clinical psychologists with a PhD that are also coaches. There are social workers that are also coaches. And this is the, this is the distinction. A licensed clinical psychologist is bound by the same rules that we are, meaning if you have a license and you're a clinical psychologist, you can only practice inside your state line. If a licensed psychologist wants to practice, quote unquote, coaching outside of the state boundaries, that psychologist is wise to move on and get a coaching distinction. And it's interesting because, again, even licensed psychologists, and I know this personally because I have a cousin that's a psychologist and she's a licensed, she's a PhD, and she went on to earn her coaching designation because she felt, again, just like we do, she felt very frustrated by the bounds of traditional, you know, medicine of only being able to work inside her state. And, you know, the whole, there's a lot of frustrations, I guess, in that field as well. So my cousin actually admitted, she's like, I was really shocked. She thought, I thought I kind of knew like, how hard could coaching be? How different can it be from regular, you know, psychotherapy? And it is, it's actually a lot different. Okay, and the same thing for social work. Um, anytime you have a license as a clinical professional and you're bound by those like laws, right, of, of clinical licensing, you're bound, you need to stay inside your state. That's just for safety, for legalities. However, if you have the designation of a certified coach and ideally an ICF certified coach, now you've got a little bit more wiggle room. You got a little bit more freedom because if you've spent the time and the energy and the credentials and you've earned that distinction as a certified coach and you're planning on using that skill set with clients and going across state lines, you have a little bit more coverage now legally.
Okay. And that's a big deal because if you are saying, for example, that you are a coach and you coach a certain patient population, who's to say you're not actually doing occupational therapy with that person and going across state lines without a doctor's order? Or if you're a CODA specifically and you are, you know, working with a client across state lines or even in your own state and you're a CODA, if you're not actually certified as a coach and you have some extra designation saying that you've been trained and credentialed, it puts you at a little bit of a higher risk legally because now you don't have any backup right? Because if you've only been trained as an OT, then pretty much you know how to do OT, right? Coaching is a totally different skill set. Um, the other benefit is if you move on and you want to get certified as a coach, it's, and I say specifically ICF certification, okay? Um, you will open up so many doors for yourself in different areas of practice. So generally speaking, with a traditional OT license, you are bound underneath and inside the medical model. That's what we do. Like OT is part of the medical model. And again, even in the educational model, if you're working in a school system, you're still relying on a diagnosis. You're still relying on assessments and you know, traditional interventions, right? When you open up um, your expanded repertoire of skills and you move on and get a coaching credential, now you've you've uh, basically blew the lid off of the medical model. You can go outside the domains of the medical model, right? You can get a job in corporate. You can get a job in work and industry. You can you could start your own business and create any kind of a coaching practice that you like based on any kind of you know, diagnosis that even interests you. And I say diagnosis because there are a lot of OTs out there that are coaching specific diagnoses, but outside of the medical model. Okay. So again, in another podcast episode, I made the distinction that if there is dysfunction and you're taking somebody to function, you're working as an OT. Okay. If you're taking somebody from opt, I'm sorry, if you're taking somebody from functional and you're bringing them to optimal, now you're functioning as a coach. That's the difference. If you have a OT background and you have a coaching credential, the world is your oyster. Like you can really do anything. Um, and this is what encouraged me personally, because, because I now have the credential as an ICF certified coach, right? That is recognized globally, like literally globally, like businesses, corporations, HR department, um, they recognize that credential. And I, again, maybe I'm biased, right? But Coaching is all about optimizing performance. And hello, who is better on the planet to help you know optimize performance than an occupational therapist, right? So again, I deeply believe OTs are absolutely the best possible people to transition into being full-time life coaches or corporate coaches or executive coaches because we understand the details of optimizing performance better than any other person on the planet, better than any other industry. And I will even assert better than a psychologist, better than a social worker, better than a nurse, better than anybody else in any medical profession, OTs understand performance and how to optimize performance. Now, our whole training is generally inside the medical model with people with disabilities or people with, you know, medical conditions and dysfunctions, right? But here's the cool thing. You can still use the framework of occupational therapy and the, you know, the, the distinctions of, you know, all the different frameworks that we use. And you can bring that into the world of corporate, into the world of, you know, any population that calls to you, that calls to your heart. And then if you bring and weave in a certification in coaching, now, like, you can do anything. 
You could really do anything. So I'm, I'm going to end here because I want to just encourage you the, again, just as a quick wrap up, the, the short answer is, you know, do I need to be certified as a coach? The short answer is no, you do not need to be certified as a coach. If you plan on staying inside the medical model and you plan on only working inside your state line or your province or wherever you are in the world, okay, whatever the licensing requirements are in your, wherever you live in the world, and you plan on just staying inside that domain, of course, no, you do not need to be certified, okay? You also don't need to be certified if you are launching, I know a handful of OTs that have launched their own private practices and businesses, and they're basically operating more now as a business coach, okay? They're an OT with a business background, and they're, you know, they're operating more as a mentor or a business coach. And of course, in those frameworks, no, you don't need to be certified, okay? But again, if you want to bring OT into the world in different settings, in different domains, okay, and you want to sort of have that OT background and you want to take it to the next level where you are really unlimited and what you can provide for people and you have the absolute skill set and competency to coach, yes, absolutely, you will want to consider getting certified. Now, I'll do a whole other episode on all the different types of certifications, but I want to leave you with this. I do not recommend anybody launch out and get certified as a first step. It's a really bad and it's a really expensive idea. Don't do that, okay? There's so many free resources online. You can go into YouTube, you can go into Google. There's so many courses out there that are super duper cheap. Like literally, I think I think the cheapest course I found was like on Udemy for like $25. And the thing that made me laugh was they were claiming it was a certification program and coaching for only $25. And I was cracking up. I'm like, I have no idea who certified that course for $25, but it's certainly not an ICF certification, which is fine. Okay, it's fine. Um, but you can not spend a whole lot of money. Like there's a lot of great really beginner, just get your feet wet type of things out there that you can start training yourself, at least in the basic skills. Okay. That are, you know, super cheap ever from $25 to two, three, $400, whatever. You don't have to spend a lot of money to get the basics and begin practicing these coaching skills inside the therapy session. Once you develop a passion for it, and once you get really excited about it and you're like, wow, this is amazing. I could really see how this could you know, really take my career to the next level. Okay. If you are at a point in your career where you now can really see possibility and potential to bring coaching out into the world as an OT with an OT background, that's when you start to look at, okay, what programs are out there? Which one would be best for me? Um, and then begin to look at again, that route. Okay. Because again, investing in an ICF accredited coaching program is not cheap. Usually they're in the literal thousands of dollars. Okay. It's thousands of um, dollars. It's many, many, many hours of time. Okay. And it's, a, it takes a lot. It takes a lot to earn that credential. Um, and you don't want to do that lightly. You certainly don't want to launch out as a very first thing to, to get a credential like that. Start small, start, you know, learning the skills, basic skills. And then once you develop a passion for it, and once you have like that idea take root in your heart and you're like, yes, I definitely want to do this and take this to the next level that's when you think about getting certified. Okay. I'm going to do a whole other episode. Um, hopefully next ex episode I do will be on the different levels of coaching certification because there's many, and it could be an extremely overwhelming sea of opportunities and possibilities to get certified. And I 
definitely don't want to see any of you waste money or time getting the wrong credential um, and wasting, you know, just wasting precious time. So the next episode will be on which certifications you can get and which types you can earn and which one would be right for you. Um, but for today, we will wrap up and make it a great day. And thanks again for listening. Okay, bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the OT Coaches Podcast. For more information, please visit seedsofchangecoaching.com or check out the OT Coaches Facebook group in Facebook. Thank you and make it a great day. Thank you.